Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Monday, and we are nearing the end of the Epiphany season. Wednesday is Ash Wednesday and the start of Lent. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many, in various ways, through the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Deuteronomy, beginning this morning, at at, uh, verse 1 of chapter 11. You shall love the Lord your God, therefore, and keep his charge, his decrees, his ordinances, and his commandments always. Remember today that it was not your children who have not known or seen the discipline of the Lord your God, but it is you who must acknowledge his greatness, his mighty hand and his outstretched arms, his signs and his deeds that he did in Egypt to Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and to all his land. What he did to the Egyptian army, to their horses and chariots, how he made the water of the Red Sea flow over them as they pursued you, so that the Lord has destroyed them to this day. What he did to you in the wilderness until you came to this place, and what he did to Datham and Abram, the sons of Eliab, son of Reuben, how in the midst of all Israel the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them up along with their households, their tents, and every living being in their company. For it is your own eyes that have seen every great deed that the Lord did. Keep then this entire commandment that I am commanding you today, so that you may have strength to go in and occupy the land that you are crossing over to occupy, and so that you may live long in the land that the Lord swore to your ancestors to give them into their descendants a land flowing with milk and honey. For the land that you are about to enter and to occupy is not like the land of Egypt from which you came, where you sow your seed and irrigate by foot like a vegetable garden, But the land that you are crossing over to occupy is a land of hills and valleys, water by rain from the sky, a land that the Lord your God looks after. The eyes of the Lord your God are always on it, and from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. 
This generation that is preparing to cross the Jordan and take possession of the land that God is giving them were children when the Lord rescued them from slavery in Egypt. Has ever a generation been so close to see God's power at work for them? They are witnesses to the Passover and the Exodus, to the giving of the commandments at Sinai, and also witnesses to the struggles of the wilderness, the grumbling, the complaining, the contests with God. And now, having reached this place after all these years, was there ever a generation who would have feared, loved, and trusted in God as they did after what they saw with their own eyes? At the same time, this generation's final years will be drastically different from any that they had experienced in their lifetime, and the requirements of living and resting in this land will be challenging for them as well. The challenge will be a different kind of challenge. It will be the challenge of rest and prosperity, the challenge of fading memories. And so the commandments also tell a story, because the commandments begin and end with the love of the Lord, who has done marvelous things for this people and faithfulness to the promises made to their ancestors. The Lord encourages the children to ask about God's commandments. They are to ask the question of children. Why? Why do we do these commandments? Why do we serve the Lord and not Baal? Why do we pray to the Lord for the early rains and the late rains and offer the Lord the first fruits of the land? The story answers why. The commandments tell them what to do and how to do it. The land they will occupy is different from the land of Egypt. Life in Egypt revolves around the rising and receding of the fertile Nile River, In this new land, their crops will depend on the rains, and so it is important for Israel to know that it is the Lord their God who sends the rain and gives abundance as God's own gift. When they enter the land, the people living there will tell them that there is another God who sends the rain and gives life to a fertile land, that they are to remember that the same God who rescued them from slavery in Egypt and sustained them on their wilderness journey, the God who has made this covenant with them in Faithful promise to their promises made to their ancestors is also the God who will send the rain and make their crops grow. The God who sends sun and rain on the just and the unjust and orders the universe according to God's loving word. The temptation will be to think that another God, even a lesser God, sends the rain. That the Lord rescued them from slavery, but it is Baal who gives life to the land. We may think that we are past these kind of ancient superstitions, but we too are tempted to live and act in certain areas of our life according to the ways of the world around us. Not that we give up our faith or trust in God, but we just act and behave in different ways in different circumstances. We've all heard, or maybe we've even been told ourselves on occasion, that it's just business, as if the business world ran by its own rules and for its own purposes. We, too, encourage our children to ask why. Why is it different for us who follow Jesus, who believe and trust in Christ? The answer to the why is always the story, the good news of Jesus. That is why we live to love and serve the Lord with our whole heart, our whole mind, our whole soul. What we do and how we do it, well, that is worked out in ways that always end in love. But that is the commandment. But here at the beginning of a new week, God reminds us of the story of God's love for us and reminds us that in all we do today, 
we do it in love and service to the Lord our God who loved us first. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up to us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, and for the gift of relationship with others. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, especially the people, the ministries, the leaders of St. Paul's Lutheran Church, for those who govern the nations of the world, that they might have wisdom, that they might work for peace for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare. We think especially of the Ukraine. For all who are working to bring about peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction, and for those who work to build healing and rebuild lives. For who else or for what else do we pray? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin, nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. 
render to no one evil for evil, strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted, honor all people, love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.